This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Jigsaw, are you worthy? Uh, does this look infected? Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. And I'm Brett. And I'm Troy. <laughs> Solid Troy voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the, sorry, everybody. It's just me and Chris this time. Yeah, I know it's a drag, but we'll get through it. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll survive without the high level of discourse that Brett brings to these podcasts. Yeah, just imagine he yells and says, read your book occasionally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or paraphrase from the IMDb synopsis. <laughs> That's a good bit. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> I loved it. I was just, oh, I was rolling. But uh, yeah, enough of us uh, stroking each other's egos. Um, this movie, Jigsaw, as suggested to us by Mr. Green, who informed us that his dad is Senor Verde. Yeah. He's... He's Mr. Green. He said, please, my father's name was Senor Verde. <laughs> you, know. you can call me Mr. Green. <laughs> so we, we yeah. watched it. We watched it. And it's a movie. Uh-huh. And what do all movies have, Chris? Um, a beginning, middle, and end, normally. Yeah, but where do we normally? What's what's the most important part for us starting this podcast, Chris? Oh, I guess the beginning. <laughs> Yay! One day I'm going to start out in media res, and then I'll fuck all you guys up. <laughs> yeah, what are we doing? What's going on? <laughs> up is down, left is right. Act three. So anyway, this particular movie starts out with some kind of crazy car chase. I'm sorry. And uh, we get some stop sticks and the like. And Uh they chase a local criminal. Local criminal. Yep. Up to the rooftop where he's looking for uh, some sort of trigger detonator looking thing. Yeah, there's like a red X or orange X on an I on an I beam, and so he grabs like it looks kind of like one of those like remote controls for like a car, like a remote control car, where you have like the the triggers, the gas, and then you have the little wheel that you turn with. And he's a uh, he's hoot hollering about how five people's lives hang in the balance, and he needs to talk to detective guy. Detective Leoben. And he shows up and he's all like, hey, uh, hey, hey, everything's cool here. Shoot that guy the second you get a chance to shoot that guy. Do yeah, it but repeatedly. They're like, they're like, shoot his, shoot the, basically tell him to shoot his hand that's holding the trigger. Because that's how cops operate is they are all apparently precision shooters with their pistols in high tents high, you know, high tension situations. Yeah. Because of course they are. They do blow his hand off. Yeah, but he also takes one to the gutty works. Yeah. 
And, and, and Brendan, they shoot his hand off. There's like some nice After Effects blood just to make sure you know that his hand got blown off. Because apparently the Asylum co-produced this movie, it seems like. And um, our criminal friend's like, the game's begun. Because, of course, of course he said that. Of course. It's yep. a movie. I mean. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. The jump smash cut. To a bunch Do. of jerks in a room with uh, incredibly um, improbable lighting and construction. <laughs> because it's a Saw movie. <laughs> and all of them are playing some sweet prog guitar. And uh, we we meet up with our bucket heads. <laughs> yep, there's bucket heads, one, two, three, four, and five. Uh, three of which are male, judging by their eyes, and two of which are female, judging by their eyes. Yeah, we might as well try to get this out of the way now. You know, naming them. So you got uh, you got fishnets. Yep, and you have a uh, middle-aged guy. Uh-huh. You have uh, jumpsuit. Which one's jumpsuit? Jumpsuit's the one who just kind of lays there ineffectually. Oh, okay. You have Token. Yeah, Token. And you have uh, other one whose primary characteristic is she's the other one. Yeah, other woman, yeah. And uh, they're, they're in a trap where they're wearing bucket heads, which is to say buckets, on their heads. And they got a some kind of chain dealies around their necks, and uh, Tobin Bell, of course, because it's the Saw movie. He's all like, "Yeah, you know, uh, your life is a bunch of things or whatever." Uh, cryptic words, cryptic words. Yes, it's a mystery, but there's a clue in here on how to survive, cause Saw. And so the the chains start getting pulled towards the wall, which is full of buzzsaw doors. Yep. And multiple buzzsaw, multiple doors. Yeah. Everybody gets multiple their own. Multiple buzz. Yep. They get their own door, door full of buzzsaws. And uh, I guess the, the trick to this game, I guess, or part of the game, I'm not really sure how to quantify this. The phase one is you have to uh, give blood to the door gods in order for them to not cut you into pieces. Yeah. So all but one of them like cuts themselves on the the buzz saws a little bit so that the 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 door their doors open. But jumpsuit just apparently can't figure out how to do anything right and. Gets buzzsawed to death. Yep, gets his uh, head cleaved. Yeah. And then uh, we cut to some lady in a park who's jogging. And she goes for her jog, and everybody is uh, staring behind her aghast. And she says, you know, uh, hey, I wonder what all these people are staring at. Slack-jawed behind me. Oh, heavens, it seems to be a nude man in a bucket. Hanging from the top, from the bottom of a bridge, and she uh, like yells or whatever, screams, 
Yeah, like everyone else just is staring and kind of pointing at it, and she screams because apparently she is all hopped up on the in, the endorphins and overreacts. Yeah, everybody else is just like posting it to their Insta or whatever. Yeah. They're all like, lol, corpse. <laughs> and uh, we we cut to the uh, the morgue where we meet up with uh, a couple of folks. There's poor man's Amy Adams. Yep. There's a dashing morgue man. Dashing morgue man. That's great. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. And of course, our two cops, grizzled old guy and a uh, new guy, Leoben, Leoben, and um, could be a rapper guy. Yeah, Token Mark II. Yeah. And they're all uh, talking about you know corpses and stuff. And we see we see now this is important, guys. Pay attention. There's, they cut off Buckethead's bucket with a laser. That's important. Yep, like a little itty-bitty laser cutter, because apparently saws don't work in saw movies. It's, it's, it's the future of saw, man. I guess. Maybe only Tobin Bell can use a saw properly in saw movies. Yeah. I wonder if I can find... How much do you think it would cost for Tobin Bell to make me a voicemail message? Because <laughs> I would pay a reasonable amount for that, I think. Yeah, well, I think you have to get what you have to do, Chris, is you have to get him to guest announce for wait, wait, don't tell me, and then you have to win. They have to call in and, and answer some trivia questions to win their prize, which is his his voice on your voicemail. Oh, dude, that seems like a lot of work. Well, I mean, it's Tobin Bell. You have to kind of you have to work through a complicated situation to get his voice. I guess that's true. Yeah, I would ask him for one. He would send me a voice uh, recording back. That w- that was a series of uh, incredibly difficult challenges to prove I wanted to be alive slash have a voice recording of him. Exactly. Wait, what's and, going on? and if you lose, Paula Poundstone does your voicemail for the rest of eternity. Oh, no, not that. <laughs> she has shoulder pads and neckties. Oh, no. I guess. Is she still alive? Yeah. You say yeah. that with a, a level of conviction that doesn't sell it on me. No, no, she's alive. Unless she died, like, in the last six months. Okay, well... Sorry, Paula Poundstone, if you're listening, but I don't want you to record my voicemail message. I mean, it's better than Gilbert Godfrey. But Tony Todd, if you're listening, you can record the shit out of my voicemail message. Yeah. Actually, Tony Todd, if you could record the voicemail message for the Google uh, phone number I need to set up for our apiary, that would be amazing. Tony Todd, just record literally anything and send it to me. I'd be cool. <laughs> Even if yeah, it was how just- awesome would... How awesome would it be though to have him like answering like his voice answering the line for like taking honey orders? That would be pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would I actually start my own apiary just to have that. <laughs> yeah. Of course any error messages have to be recorded by Nicolas Cage. That's true. The bees! The bees! 
They're hurting his eyes, you know. I mean, it's... Yeah. <laughs> Side note, my daughter yelled that at me when I got home from work one day. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's what I got I pro- when I got home from work. <laughs> I said, My what? dog just, just spins around in circles and wants to go outside so she can pee. It was It was pretty good. I was going to buy her bear costume to punch a lady with, but and the wife said I couldn't do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you need to complete the whole situation by punching people. Oh, wait, we're talking about a, a Jigsaw movie, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Sorry, sorry. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got distracted by a Nick Cage movie because I wanted to talk about one of those more. <laughs> so anyway, so all these jerks are uh, at the morgue. Yep. And it turns out somebody jammed a flash drive into the jigsaw piece that was cut out of uh, the fleshy bits. Yeah. I mean, they should have just stuck it up his ass and been done with it. But no, this is this is a Saw movie, so it's going to be more complicated. And like you should always do with a mysterious flash drive you found somewhere, shove it right near your computer. That's the first yep. thing. Because what could possibly go wrong? Nothing. Nothing could ever go wrong with that. Mm-mm. I have a vast. It's fine. So they play the audio file on the flash drive, and it has engraved on it something to the effect of uh, four people left or some shit. And it, it's, uh, it's our friend and yours, the titular Jigsaw. And he's all like, brah. Words and plots and stuff. And everybody's like, what? That dude's been dead for ten years. That can't really be him, right? Right? Well, Senate have the voice analyzed. So then we uh, cut back to the jerks who are left. So we got the four of them. We got Fishnet's other one. Middle age and token. Yep. And they're to round two. Where uh, where they 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 realize that the, the things are rigged that if uh, they don't get out that they're gonna be hung by the chains that are chained around their necks. And uh, there there's a bunch of hypodermic needles that drop down from the ceiling. And, and the, by a uh, bunch, he means three. The bunch. Yeah. Oh, then what's a bunch? Your magic. I mean, the Brady, the Brady bunch had six kids, so I mean, I'm using that as a point of reference. Mm, all right. I mean, tentative, but I'll allow it. <laughs> and then there's also the the jigsaw doll on a that's got a tape recorder stuck to it. Yeah, so if you get your bingo card out, you can now check off Jigsaw Doll as well as Clue Jammed into uh, Wound and Tobin Bell showed up. So that's three. Counting free, you're getting close maybe. I mean... Yeah. So the, the doll, of course, has another message. And the message is something about, you know, y'all are a bunch of fucks. Admit you're a bunch of fucks and you won't get murdered to death, which at this point, we're what, eight movies in? They're going to get murdered to death. That's kind of the point. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, no, but this time, well, no, it's not going to be different. 
it's not going to be different. And he tells some story about how someone stole a purse and the lady chased after them and died from a heart attack because they were chasing after them. And, uh, and and what's a life worth to you? Yeah, and there happens to be on each of the needles uh, a number. Yeah, one is like six seven four nine six seven six 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 four, and one is like nineteen thousand six hundred twenty two, and one's like five point three five. Like they're mm-hmm. like three, two really long numbers, one really short number. Yeah, just saying, just saying. So, uh. Everybody's like, oh, what could the meaning of these numbers and this cryptic message be? Yeah. And they're trying to figure it out, but Fishnet looks uh, distraught more than the others, which is hard to quantify when you've already been through one murder challenge and are going to be hung momentarily. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's it's a game of degrees, Chris. Yeah, I don't know. The only game I know how to play is uh, Yahtzee. Yeah. yeah, I just play games without frontiers. Insert joke. <laughs> I'll clear it up in post. Actually, I went to Five Guys yesterday and had lunch, and there were two people playing Settlers of Catan. I was like, and one person was learning to play Settlers of Catan. I was like, that is not something you see at a Five Guys every day, but I'm okay with it. That seems like a weird setting for your initial... Uh... Immersement into Settlers yep. of Catan. Exactly. I was like, whatever, but okay. You want to get some hamburgers? We can get some peanuts. We can learn how to play Settlers of Catan for six hours. <laughs> yeah. I, I walk by like, man, the robber's a real asshole. <laughs> so anyway, Fishnets is like, yeah, yeah, maybe this one time I stole a purse and a lady died, but I don't know. Oh, also, the literal number that appears on the syringe is important. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because all her purse had was like $5.34. Just like this one syringe says 5.34. Oh, look, we're all being hauled up by our necks now. So, middle-aged guy, in a fit of murder, uh, just decides to... Oh, because each of these syringes... There's three syringes. One uh-huh. syringe has the cure to, or no, it's full of saline solution. So it's not going to hurt you. One of them has acid in it. And one has the cure. And, and one has the cure to something that supposedly has been injected into them. Yeah, it's full of Robert Smith. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, uh, yeah. Well, it's, you know, that's the way it is. These are Wendy times. And, uh, yeah, and so... Uh, middle-aged guy's like, well, fuck this. I'm just injecting her with all the syringes because what that means that one of them's gonna be right and we'll all be saved except for her because she's also getting acid. Yep. And she even, gets, uh... even though she literally gave them the answer and all he had to do was grab the one that said 5.34 on it and stick her with that one. Yeah, it seemed like overkill to me, but what do I know? I'm not trapped in a life-or-death situation in a barn, so... Yeah. And uh, that corpse shows up, which made it look like it. Uh, she jumped off a building, I guess? And it, it had a note that was like, uh, three down or some shit. I don't know, whatever. Two down, three to go? Yeah, or something. I don't. I don't know, man. Chris can do algebra, but not basic math. That's true. 
If you want to know what X means, he can X stands for. He can tell you. Yeah, I'll even do a Y if pressed. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So now all the detective guys are like, hmm, intriguing. Let's look into the morgue people because that should be the obvious first place you look at this point. Yeah, of course. Although they did get the analysis back on the the recording, and yes, that was in fact uh, Kramer's voice. Yeah, Kramer. That's that's Jigsaw's last name. Oh, I thought you meant the guy from Seinfeld. Oh uh, well, yeah, I was being ambiguous on purpose, Chris. You know, hilarious ambiguity. Ha! Ah, ah. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. It's fine. I don't either. And Someone uh so so there there's intrigue afoot as we learn various things. Like uh we learned that uh the main more guy was in the uh, military. And he got abducted by in Fallujah by Al Qaeda, which doesn't make sense. Because I'm pretty sure those are two different theaters of operation. <laughs> but whatever. I'm not here to point out glaring inconsistencies in this movie. Oh, no, because Chris, yeah, Chris would never do that in a movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I am always willing to give the benefit of the doubt. My suspension of disbelief is paramount strong. above strong. other yeah. things. Yes. No. So anyway, so they have an ontological backstory for one character. Uh, poor man's Amy Adams apparently posts on the dark web to like jigsaw fan forums. Yeah, which of course she does because it's 2017. Yeah, it's uh, her dark web on their way to the fucking writing meeting that day. Yeah. Yes. Well, we record all of these on the Tor browser, so we, we know all about onions. That's true. Yeah. Hit me up later. I'll give you some sick Red Room links. <laughs> Not really <Yeah>. CIA. <laughs> nice I, said we, I said we record these on a Tor browser, Chris. I think everyone knows that we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Wrong again, liberal media. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of rabbits lately, so I've been all about the Tor browsers and the deep web and the dark web and Charlotte's web. Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah. I like the part where it ruined my childhood for several weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I still cry sometimes. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, where were we? Oh, yes. And so... Dashing Morgue Man goes to... Is this where he goes to a poor man Amy Adams' apartment? Eh, sure. Close enough. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, she, they go there and she has like props from previous movies. Yeah, and she's and, like, check this stuff out we got from a sound stage. I mean, I made... Look, yeah. it's a murder device and another one and also another one. And, and here's a nonsensical-looking murder device that looks like a cone. Yeah, it's like a and, funnel. Yeah, and then uh, and then Dashing Morgman's like, but but there aren't many victims with wounds consistent to the with this. And she's like, oh yeah, 
it's supposedly it's a uh it's an earlier prototype it's based off an early design document that someone found from jigsaw that he never actually made so i made it yeah and he's like cool 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 yeah but little do they know that uh token mark ii is taking secret pictures of the murder room. Yeah. Meanwhile, back in the barn... They make it through another door. And now there's more dumb bullshit. Where there's doors with no exit painted on them. And, uh, of course, middle-aged guys like, well, I, I don't believe in not exiting. Ain't no... Sign telling me how to live my life. You know, signs, signs, etc. Yep. I mean, he did have long hair that he tucked up under his cap. He, that's why he didn't apply. Yeah. So he uh, falls through a floor and gets his leg stuck in a wildly convenient trap placement. Yep. And it's like all about like wires that are wrapped around his leg that are tightening from time to time. So, of course, the other two people go to the adjacent grain silo to get the remote control. Of course. Yeah. Well, they did try to flip the handle that was there with a rake, but for some reason, the the wires were able to detect that and cut the rake apart. Well, they're rake detecting wires. Any fool could see that. Yeah. I mean, this is perfectly normal technology. Yeah. You know, rake detecting wire. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so there's a remote control in the grain silo. And it, uh, uh, it turns on multiple TVs that uh, slam the door shut yep. on the grain silo. And all the jigsaws like, hey, now you're stuck in a grain silo. That guy's got to pull the lever, I guess. I don't know. Have some but grain. But if he pulls the lever, his leg is going to get cut off. Choices. So the, the grain silo fills up with grain. Yep. In the Which, old Iowa avalanche. Yeah, yeah. I said as a uh, as someone who grew up in on the country in Iowa, like grain silos are they're deadly fuckers. I mean, you can you can be suffocated in them, you can be blown up by them, all sorts of fun stuff. And uh, we get to see a bunch of middle-aged guy going, eh, I'll pull the lever. Wait, no, I won't. Eh, I'll pull the lever. Wait, no, stop. I won't do that. Yeah. I mean, and the wires are tightening around his leg anyway, so it's not like it's like, well, if I don't pull the wire, I'm going to get to go free. Like, it kind of seems like he's going to lose his leg either way, so he might as well pull the fucking lever. Yeah, I mean, that that's Jigsaw's leg now, bro. We might as well give it up. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to be winning the Heisman, so it's fine. So uh, the grain silo fills up enough to where their heads and shoulders are sticking out. And then it starts getting full, filled with uh, a bunch of stupid nonsense. I mean, reasonable things. Oh, yeah. They start dropping, like, pitchforks. Circular saw blades and kitchen knives and scythes yeah. and a bunch of totally reasonable shit. It's like someone's just like cleaning out Kevin McAllister's closet and they're just throwing like, ah, over their shoulder into the grain silo. And he uh, he finally goes through with it. His leg gets uh, removed. 
of spoilers. Yeah. And uh, they're like, oh, sorry about your leg, bra, but at least we ain't dead. Yeah, because the door opens up and all the grain comes spilling out, carrying them with it. And we uh, jump smash cut back to uh, the other plot of this movie. Yeah, so it... And this is the part where Dashing Morgman is talking to uh, Token Cop, and it's revealed that Token Cop is actually uh, internal affairs. Wait, and we glossed over something. I know that's hard to believe. What? Something very important in this movie that we glossed yeah. over? Yeah. Shocking. So anyway, the the criminal guy from earlier, he's in a coma or something, and then he gets stole. And then they dig up Jigsaw's grave, which is full of him. Yeah. That happened. Also, they think that uh, yeah. the one cop is is the Jigsaw. Yeah, Leobin. Leobin. He's really the Jigsaw. Yeah, because he's all like, somehow these people are connected with cases that he had. And Internal Affairs is, is apparently monitoring him secretly. Because we find out that that's what Token Cop is doing. And then they go back to. Then we're back at the barn. Yeah, where oh, the with... the trap that we saw in the the warehouse or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, the the funnel of death. Yeah, because it turns out that that token sold his nephew a motorcycle that had bad brakes intentionally, and then he died. So now he has to go headfirst into the death funnel that's powered by the motorcycle that has got the brake that is now okay brake. Yeah, and it's at the bottom of the funnel. So he has to like maneuver his hand down safely through the funnel in order to squeeze the brake handle. Even though couldn't the girl just have reached underneath of it and done it? You Yeah, I mean, yeah, but don't shh, shh. Okay. It's one of... Wanted to make sure, <laughs> and if, and so there's a red thing in there that spins around, and uh, ends up like cutting him to death. Yeah, it's like the worst most know. shit food processor. Yeah, it's 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 just the dumbest looking device that doesn't seem to make any sense, but somehow kills you. Like it is, they're like, well, we need something that will kill people. Like I don't know, like I have this like big like funnel looking thing, and we have this red ribbon. We can run around the inside of it and spin it around, and it'll kill him somehow. It was like they went to a grade school and had them uh, all draw a trap, and the winner was like this kid who's like, and uh, so there's a big red thing, and it spins around, and then uh, it makes your your guts all like squished up or something. I guess I don't know. Here, yeah. And they were like, cool, cool. That's better than the people we were paying for this somehow. Yeah. <laughs> And so he dies. Yeah, the the takeaway is he's dead. He got all hacked up. Yep. And then jump smash cut to Leobin telling everyone that obviously poor man's Amy Adams is involved in all this. And they are raiding her apartment. And they open up a door and uh, Token's squishy body falls from the ceiling and they're like, oh, clearly she's the murderer because any murderer worth their salt hangs corpses of their victims in secret 
walled off rooms to fall down when the cops show up. Obvious textbook. Learn that in the academy day one. Yep. <laughs> so now uh, they're off looking for a combination of the morgue people. And they, old uh, Token Mark II catches up with a uh, main morgue man. Dashing morgue man. And dashing morgue man. It's like, uh, I know you got to arrest me, but hear me out. I think that other guy did it. And Token Mark II is like, hmm. Yeah, no, that's legit. We'll close the noose on him. Yep. Then back to middle-aged man and fishnets. Not fishnets. Fishnets oh, is long dead. Oh, that's right. Fishnets was the one who got acid stabbed. Um, yeah, other female character. Um, they both get they both get chained. Yeah, in the milkery. I think that's the right term. Yes, the milkery. Well, I I think that's what those things are for, right? Milking cows or pigs yeah. or whatever the fuck well, is happening. Goats, sheep, pigs. Yeah, the cows. important thing is you put it on the milky bits. Yeah. Put them on the teats. Teat it up. <laughs> as my t-shirt says. Yeah. <laughs> With a picture like of an udder over the stomach. Yeah. Strangely fitting for this movie. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and so they're they're both chained by the foot. Yeah, well, the one foot that they have. Yeah, in, in certain cases. Yeah, at least yeah, in no less no less than half of their feet. Um, and then uh, Jigsaw shows up, and he he has this he puts a shotgun. He puts a shell into a shotgun and sticks the shotgun uh, in a holder thing and tells them that their their only means for escape is in the, is is the shotgun or in the shotgun or something and then leaves and they determine that they have to shoot the other person in order to survive. Yeah, but they both confess their horrible crimes. Uh, apparently, middle-aged man when he was a kid fell out of a convertible that exploded seconds later and lied about it. And uh, the other one killed her baby. Not oh, yeah. Like, and, uh, and made everyone think that her husband rolled over onto it while they were while he was sleeping. Yeah, because cool. And, and somehow that got him locked up. And yeah, where he later killed himself. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I don't, I guess maybe like, okay. I don't think it's actually illegal to like accidentally roll over onto your baby and kill it. I guess maybe you, I could understand, I could totally understand feeling a lot of guilt and going crazy, I guess, because of it, like a lot of depression issues and things like that. But they made it look like the cops were like hauling him away. And I'm like, I don't know like, if the cops would literally haul you away if you accidentally kill your baby like that. Well, and I'm, I'm willing to buy that jigsaw would be like, you need to come clean about the weird car crash you caused when you were a teenager but you murdered your baby and framed your husband that's not yeah. really a jigsaw move yeah no she like mur she mashed that baby yeah like, she straight up killed that kid yeah like he's like be quiet i'm gonna kill you i'm gonna kill you until you're quiet 
And I'm like, like, wait, she gets a second chance? That's not a second chance offense, Jigsaw. That's like a... No. You murdered a baby, for fuck's sake. And then framed your husband who committed suicide because of it. So, like, yeah. No, you're responsible for two deaths like that? Like, not, like, accidental. It was... Hmm. You, like, premeditated some shit there. Uh, no. You don't get a pass. But apparently it's okay because she gets to the shotgun first, points it at uh, at Hopalong, and, like, pulls the trigger, and it blows up in her face and kills her. Yeah. It turns out it was full of the keys that would have got him out if only they would have stopped and let him yeah. open up the shotgun and somehow got the shell open and looked for keys, I guess. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but the keys are like destroyed. So Hopalong can't undo himself. So presumably he just dies from starvation. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Team Morg has uh, figured out a bunch of the clues to find this place. So they head out there to the barn. To the barn with uh, the guy whose name escapes me Leoben. Leoben. Did you and- not watch Battlestar Galactica? Uh, I think we both know that I didn't. Oh, come on. That that should be your assignment, Chris, is to watch the first season of Battlestar Galactica. It's like 12 episodes. So, uh, plus, plus? Plus the miniseries that, that kind of kicked it off. That's more than 12. I'm just pointing that out. That's why I put a plus. Plus, plus. Plus, plus 12. Yes. Yes. So, um, these jerks are all at the, the farm... And they're rooting around. Uh, Leoben shows up and he's gets the drop on uh, Dashing Morgman. And he's like, put down the gun. Ha ha. I'm going to hit him with a pipe wrench and chase you. Ha ha. And then he gets uh, full of injection. He gets martined. Yeah, he does. Without the gaudy 70s wallpaper. Yeah. But, and, and with actually functioning sedative. This sedative's worked. It just took a little while. No, this was like, this was fast sedative, though. It was, this was knockout juice, not slowly fall asleep to Yanni juice. And uh, they both come to in a trap where uh, they have some kind of necklace full of laser cutters. Because remember how I said yeah. that was important? Yeah. Yeah, like, they have like laser... They have laser cutter collars strapped around their necks that all like they start pointing up into the air, but then they start kind of slowly coming towards their heads. And Jigsaw's voice tells them that they have to play Family Feud, and whoever hits the button first gets to live. Yeah, or gets they, to, or no, they, get, choose to die. You can you can confess, or you can like choose to die, and the other person can go free. Yeah. So, uh, Leoben's like, oh, no, I'll go first. Ha, psych, I pushed your button, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and so Dashing Morgman gets dragged back into a corner by a chain, and then the laser beams cut into his, point, point towards his head, and he starts to bleed and falls over dead. Yep. And Leoben's like, well, I guess I'm the winner, winner, chicken, motherfucking dinner. And then he gets pulled back to the wall by the chain around his neck and the laser beams fire up and start cutting into the ceiling a little bit. 
and they kind of get close to his head. So he starts to confess. Oh, no, the other guy did confess, too. He confessed that he was the doctor who fucked up uh, Jigsaw's X-ray, labeling Jigsaw's X-ray so they didn't catch his brain tumor in time, and that's why Jigsaw died. So Jigsaw is punishing someone for killing him after he's already dead. So uh, old Leoben's like, yeah, I'll admit it. I'm a bad cop. I took bribes. I let murderers free and murdered innocent people and did a whole assortment of fucking horrible shit. Yeah. And then old uh, Dashing Morgan's like, ha ha, I am the Jigsaw, turns out. I, did, I had a fake collar. Well, actually, which actually uh, Leoben realizes when he looks up and sees that the laser's cut into the ceiling above him, but then sees the ceiling above Dashing Morgman doesn't have any marks. And he's like, hey, wait a second. And then the guy's like, ha ha, I fooled you. So uh, and, the, the harrowing music starts up, and you can check off uh, in your saw bingo harrowing music. Followed by the uh, series of bullshit the, things that happened to make the plot work. You mean the montage of, of explaining how everything was set up and how the people that we saw being killed were a mimicry of... Okay, so let me get this straight. Let me see if I can get this straight. Okay. okay originally, Jigsaw... Before the first Saw movie, uh-huh. Jigsaw kidnaps five people and puts them through the buzzsaw door test, one of whom was the uh, the doctor who fucked up his x-ray. Yep. And he ends up surviving, and then Jigsaw takes him under his wing yes. and teaches him to jigsaw. And then, so as an homage to Jigsaw, Dashing Morgman recreates the, the the situations with these other four or five idiots. The apparently jumpsuit dude was already dead. Yeah. Like, and so, because he was filling in for Dashing Morgman in the, in that scenario, and so. He, but then, so this final game was him taking out Leoben because Leoben's a bad person, bad cop, and then the laser beams cut through Leoben's head and turns him into the Demo Gorgon. Yeah, I mean more or less. Yeah. So, uh, the day is saved. Now, yeah. So Dashi Morgan doesn't get caught. He just runs off into the night, right? Yeah, Dashing Morgan's like, ha ha. Loretta Amy Adams is going to flag down help, and this is all fine now. Yeah, and, what happened to her? Like, she just kind of disappears halfway through the movie. Uh, she ran off and flagged down a nearby car. I don't know to what end, but that's yeah. that's what happened. They're like, oh, yeah, we had another character. We should do something with her. Yeah, what happened to uh, the internal affairs guy? Uh,. He got fired for gross incompetence. Yeah. Like, there's just people just disappear in this movie, never to be heard from again. And that sets us up for the next uh, 
I don't know, 27 Saw movies or whatever. Yeah, because apparently this did well enough in the theaters to get two more movies greenlit already. That's the nightmare future we live in, I guess. The dystopian so, madness. So, Chris, how do you feel about this movie? <laughs> no, I really, really like it. No, I don't. I'm sorry. That was that was disingenuous. Um, he was lying. Yeah, it ain't great. It uh, I have a how to put it weird relationship with Saw movies. I don't really like a lot of them, but by God, I've seen every last one of them. The first handful of them are dumb but entertaining. You get to like the middle of it, and it's just like, eh, Tobin Bell was cooler. And then you get to this fucking mess, which is loads better than the one before it, but it just lacks the the heart of the Saw movies before it. I think most people can agree the first Saw movie is an actual good movie. Yes. This movie, uh, the traps seem uninspired. It's... Tobin Bell shows up because I guess he's contractually obligated to be in every one of these movies. Or that he just said, they said, we, we need you to be here. He just like, okay, how about $30 million? Because you'll never pay that. And they said, done. He said, fuck. Yeah, so he put in his solid six hours one day to make enough money to fund a third world country somewhere. While talking in pretty much a monotone the whole time. And it's, you know, I can get behind the Saw movies because they're stupid, but they're kind of fun. Uh, they're probably the closest thing we have these days to like a Nightmare on Elm Street towards the end. Or a Friday the 13th, where you have the killer everybody's into. Uh, you're showing up for the kills. You don't really care about the plot. So you're saying these are the new slasher movies? Yeah. Okay. And I can get the appeal of them. Not my cup of tea, generally speaking, which is weird for a guy who's seen all eight of these goddamn things. Because <laughs> Chris watches them for the... He just he just watches them for the stories. You know, weirdly enough, that is why I watch them. <laughs> well, we, we and can get and he only reads Playboy for the articles. It's weird. Yeah. I'm like, ugh, naked broads. Yuck. But, uh this movie just didn't didn't do it for me. It's it is bland. It's predictable. It's it it really feels like there was a checklist at some office somewhere, and they were like, "All right, here's the saw checklist. We got to hit all of these boxes: box one, box two, box three, box four, Tobin Bell, and we're clear." It just uh. It's kind of uninspiring, although I would be lying if I wouldn't say the idea that there's going to be another one after this doesn't interest me in the same way that I will uh, poke a dead animal with a stick if I find it in my driveway. <laughs> Which is to say, I'll poke it a couple times and be like, oh, now I feel real bad and I'm going to put this in the trash. That's, that's my relationship to a Saw movie. 
I'd say you can skip the hell out of this one unless you're super invested in the Saw movies. It's not... It's not bad enough to be entertaining and it's not good enough to be entertaining. It's that horrible middle ground of just kind of boring. Yeah, the curse of mediocrity. What do you think, Brett? Well, I'm a big dumb idiot. Fair enough. Troy, thoughts? Um, this was my second Saw movie and it is not nearly as good as the first one. But like it has a lot of things the first one has. It has death traps. It has a twist. It has Tobin Bell. It has, you know, a, a mystery, like trying to track down the killer kind of mystery. But it has no heart. Like, there's no, it's, as Chris said, like, it's like they had a checklist that they're like, okay, well, we need this, 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 and this in a Saw movie. But what they miss with the first Saw movie is the first Saw movie was radically different from anything we'd seen before. Or at least had, had like, remixed everything in a cool way. Whereas this is like the whole point of saw is to shake things up. And this is the most formulaic thing I've seen in a while. So, and like, like I said, like some of the death traps don't even make sense. Like, like, like how does that even work? Like what is going on? Like, why is this doing this thing? Like, how is that even supposed to kill someone? I mean, if you, if you have a death trap, you can't figure out how it's supposed to kill someone. It's not a good death trap. Um, the the story was like the story was nonsensical. It had very little to do. There was very little clues that what was going to what was going on. I felt like in the first Saw movie there was like hints of things that were happening. So you kind of like, oh okay, like yeah, like they 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 kind of like it's like a card trick where they force you to take a card. Like you know, there's tricks to make people take cards, but you know you don't. Not everyone actually can follows it. That's kind of the first movie. They kind of force you to kind of follow down a certain story path, even though that's wrong. And then they're like, "Aha! You went that way when you should have realized that things were this way." This movie didn't ha- doesn't have like the doesn't have the quality like the writing to be able to do that. They're just like, "And here's the story." Oh wait, no, there's all this other stuff that you didn't know anything about, and it's a twist now. And you're like, that's not how twists work. Twists are good when like you you see you and you're given all the information, but you're kind of forced to make the wrong conclusion. And they're like, but this is actually the conclusion you should have made. And you're like, oh, you're right. That's awesome. Like this little trick here forced me to make the other conclusion instead. Whereas this is just like you had incomplete information, you dummy. And it's like, no, that's that's not. It's like when people like jump out of a closet at you and go, April Fools. It's like that's that's not an April Fools joke. <laughs> You an know? asshole in a closet. Yeah, exactly. Like that's kind of what this movie is, is an asshole in a closet. Um which I've been before, but that's a different story about scaring the crap out of my mom. And uh Yeah, I know this movie's terrible. It's boring as fuck. I I'm surprised I stayed awake during it. I don't recommend it. I don't know why anybody would give this a good review unless you're just like, well, it's a saw movie, I have to give it a good review because I somehow equate the quality of my life with giving saw movies good reviews. I don't know. This, this movie's terrible. Don't watch it. Well, that's a biting indictment. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't like it. No, no me gusta. No. That was, that was evident. <laughs> 
So what are we watching next week, Chris? You know I don't remember already. Oh, it's not Machete. It's Hatchet. There we go. As recommended to us by a probable cousin, Brett. Supposed real cousin, Brett Sontag, two-legged bringer of destruction. Yeah, who gets the uh, award for longest recurring name. <laughs> it's kind of my fault. He's like, what do you want to call it? It's like, how about Brett? Or like, he's like, I don't care. Like, how about two-legged bringer of destruction? He's like, that's fine. Uh, it's yeah. a movie that features hatchets, I assume. And uh, at least one actress who was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So what if other people want to recommend us movies featuring members of the Buffy team? How would they do that, Troy? Well, one, they'd make me really excited. Uh, that They would have to go to places like our Facebook, where we are Slaughterhouse Princess. Uh, they could go to our email. You can email us at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. They could tweet us at Slaughter Prince, which is Slaughter Princess with no vowels in princess. They could go to our Discord server at discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com. And if they wanted to do other things involving us, they could go to our website, slaughterhouseprincess.com. They could buy sweet merch at store.slaughterhouseprincess.com. They could go to our subreddit, r slash SHP podcast. Uh, you can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, any other podcast aggregator they might know of. And I think that's everything. Good enough. Yeah, it's, it's at least Brett quality. Yeah, which is setting the bar arguably uh, super low. Yep, and I, I jumped over it like a broom. So come back next time for Hatchet, involving hatchets, I would assume. Yes, and Louisiana Swamps. And Tony Todd, he's in that. Uh, And uh, while other podcasts think about movies, we are definitely going to drink about this movie. Bye! Uh...